Welcome to SIN 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. Matthew, I have checked my phone. It's turned off. Good, good. Did you, you check your phone? I did. Okay, good. Okay, make sure okay we're here. all checking phones. Everybody now. check your phone. Yes, it's a good idea. Probably should have said that before we yeah. started recording. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're just real, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on standby because I am in mama mode right now. So you might Still. be vibrating and we'll just <laughs> be flying. You can just ignore that. Some of the people that have been on Send 315, I have known forever. And so I know their story. I know how powerful it's going to be. But you guys, Rebecca and Eric, we bumped into each other in the patio. And I don't know exactly how it came up. Maybe you had listened to a recent episode or something. or It was super random. It, it really was. was. It really we was. were just coming to church. And by the grace of God, we were a little late. The parking lot was full. <laughs> and course. so we parked on the street. And you just so happened to be walking your way over to church, too. And we just sparked up a conversation when you saw our two littles. Yeah. And yeah. then you asked us, have you been coming here forever? And that's when I shared a itsy bits of our testimony. And then I went, oh, wow. <laughs> you got to come on. You got to yeah. come on Sent 315. We yeah. need to share this story. So I heard the tip of the iceberg, mm -hmm. but it really was powerful to me. Mm -hmm. I don't invite everybody I bump into to the show. Sent 315 is about regular people yeah. and how God changed their lives mm -hmm. and the people in their lives that were faithful to maybe bug them about Jesus or just mm -hmm. share what God had done in their life. Mm -hmm. And so you share somebody with Miguel, who everybody who's listening to this show knows Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, anybody who goes to Foothills knows Miguel. He just pops up everywhere. Yeah. But there was a guy named Franco. Yes. Who God used to absolutely bug Miguel. Miguel was mad at him when he would be sharing Jesus with him. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever got mad at Franco, but he played a part in yours, in um, your life, right? Your conversion. In in part. Yeah. We were friends and we had heard that they were Christian, but my conversion to Christianity didn't happen until months after. Yeah. For me, what really brought me into Christ was my own experiences with spirituality and yeah. i used to be share that i want to yeah. i want to hear about your encounter with christ rebecca then we'll get to eric sure so for me i grew up in a catholic home however i never knew jesus i knew that there was a god and i went to catechism and i learned a little bit about god but i had so many questions and no answers okay i grew up Living with a single mom, she had me when she was 16, so a baby raising a baby, pretty much. Now that I'm a mom, I can see how much of a challenge that had to have been, but things turned borderline abusive, and I had a lot of turmoil and stuff growing up. So I sought out religion, I sought out spirituality, and in school and history classes they teach you about Buddhism and all these other religions of the world, so that sparked my interest. And I got really into all sorts of religions and psychology because I really wanted to understand why people were the way they were and why the world was the way it was, and that just led me into a really deep path of spirituality and there was a lot of sexual immorality 
in my teens and young adulthood and I was really looking for love. I was really looking for some validity, something that can just make me feel better. Did you run into any Christians during that? Because there's a lot of people, those spiritual conversations mm-hmm. and that spiritual seeking is happening with everybody because everybody wants love and everybody's yeah. trying to figure it out. Did you bump into any Christians during that phase? I wish because that would have saved me a lot of heartache, but... No, I've always been a pretty reclusive kind of person, so I never really had too many people to really bounce ideas off of. I was researching a lot of stuff gotcha. a lot of my free time. Then that led me into this whole self-love journey. I had two major relationships that crashed and burned really badly, and then after that I was in a major self-love journey, which turned into a major spiritual journey, which then turned into me becoming a spiritual life coach. So I was deep into all those new age things. So it all starts with horoscopes. Mm -hmm. People are really into astrology and trying to figure out themselves through that and it really sparks a lot of people's interest and it definitely sparked interest in me so i got into astrology crystals tarot cards i considered myself like a psychic at one point and i just felt like i had so much knowledge of this spiritual realm and world and also i hate to admit it but we took some psychedelics during that time frame when we were doing the party stuff so that had me believing that I had like access to this other realm and there definitely is another realm it's the spiritual realm it definitely is real but the devil he's real too and he definitely took advantage and planted these ideas that I could be this spiritual life coach and bring all these other people to air quotes truth (laughs) not truth but gotcha the the bible says that the devil masquerades as an angel of light and he is doing that in this day and age heavily and i got swept in so i started a business i became a spiritual life coach called the enlightenment mentor (laughs) and then it was sadly easy to get clients because so many people are looking for truth so many people are trying to find answers and looking in the wrong places i was pretty much preaching to people like you are your own god everything that you want is within you and you are the creator of your own reality i was teaching law of attraction and manifestation and i was doing that for a while and i was getting some clients and it felt really good it felt like i was really like manifesting this life that i really desired but some time went on months passed and i would still have occasional moments of feeling extremely broken and because i'm such a brainiac know-it-all kind of gal i felt especially broken because i was just thinking i have all these answers i know why i am the way i am know the trauma that i've been through i've overcome this why do i still feel so broken Mm. And I do thank God that he placed me in a family that at least was Catholic, so they knew a little bit of Jesus, so at least I knew the Our Father prayer. And I remember one day I was just so broken, crying at the side of our bed, just not wanting to 
continue on and i was just like hey jesus if you're real if you're really god please help me and i just remember saying the our father prayer and just kind of repeating it over and over because i feel like in that moment i was going through a little bit of a psychosis like i was just feeling very out of body and just so bad that i didn't know what to do so that happened and it wasn't like an overnight thing but then sounds like that was a starting point it definitely yeah. was for sure yeah. let's weave eric's story in so sure. how do you catch up into that point where rebecca's at yeah so my story is pretty similar i'm also raised catholic and i did my catechism as a kid i would go to church here and there and i'd see my mom and my grandma they were all into it every sunday they would go and i admired that and my grandma she was really very spiritual i would say she would always pray for me read her prayers and growing up seeing that i really appreciated that because i saw that okay she actually has a connection with god she truly loves him and as i got older i slowly started to stray away from the church i started off really young at 11 years old i started drinking and all the way up until i was about 27 i would drink every weekend almost so it was really normal every weekend families friends we'd have parties i'd be involved in it super young always want to hang out with older kids older cousins like that's all i knew so i was always being around that being around not the best of influences and so that really took a toll on me as a teen all i wanted to do was just hang out with friends drink smoke do bad things just yeah not honoring god now for you though you did bump into christians here and there number one your catholic background for sure yes but then we record in youth venture and we were talking about before we came on so there was a little bit of interaction with correct youth venture, right? so in sixth grade i actually i joined youth venture and some of my buddies told me about it and they said hey they give out free food they do cool stuff so i was like hey you know what why not sure so let's try it out so we went and uh, it was cool like one of the main pastors he had his guitar he would like play songs and it just felt really peaceful and just good energy good vibes like i just i could say i truly enjoyed it and then we ended up going to six flags which is really awesome had a good time ended up coming back and i don't know i just maybe slipped away again yeah and then as i got older seventh grade eighth grade it just more and more slipping away and away and as i got to high school that's when i started throwing a little bit more harder drugs and that's when i started getting really bad grades i would ditch school every day i got to the point where i wouldn't show up to school i had to go to the office and sign a piece of paper with a cop it's called a SART, S-A-R-T. It's basically, if you don't go to school, they are going to go to your house and arrest you and take you to jail. So I got to that point where I had to go to school. Every day I just, I would go, I'd go, and then my grades started getting better, started getting A's, B's, C's, and yeah, I'd say my life started changing a little bit for the good once that happened. So I was like, okay, I know I'm in trouble, so time to switch it up. Let's do something different. And that has ended up moving. I moved to National City, ended up finishing high school out there. And since I was so behind, I ditch all the time. 
it took me an extra two years to graduate high school. So I was a super duper senior. I ended up finishing. <laughs> I ended up super finishing duper. at nineteen, and I'd get made fun of all the time. But at the end of the day, like, I I didn't really care. I just I knew this is what I had to do. I knew I wanted to finish high school, and I had to do whatever I had to do to finish. Yeah. So I ended up sticking to it and made it happen. Then as I got older, twenty one all the way basically to 27 party 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 then we ran to rebecca i met her in 26 2017 okay yeah cinco de mayo party cinco de mayo party yep both when we were both in our partying phases and just yeah that's when i was just getting into my whole self-love and spirituality journey and then it was maybe like a year or so or two years into our relationship that I decided to start my business. And then I closed it just a few months after we got married because that's when I would post on social media, on Instagram, and that's where I pretty much got my clients. So I followed a lot of spiritual people. And I remember there was this one girl that I followed, and she just started posting about Jesus. And this girl was way into the New Age, like, believing in aliens that she was talking to aliens and stuff and i even got to a point where i was considering am i talking to aliens i was just (laughs) so deep in that rabbit hole but this girl she started posting about jesus and i'm just like i do say that there's truth in all religions but i had never really actually cracked open a bible and man i feel so bad because there were a couple of clients that i had who did have christian backgrounds and I knew enough of the Bible where I could invert God's word into something that wasn't true. And I was convincing people away from the Bible. And, oh man, I've definitely asked for God for forgiveness on that one, but. There's one thing though, and yeah, that's a heavy thing. Yeah. But I have friends that go to new age conferences and things you know Mm -hmm. events that they have Mm -hmm. and she is a fired up christian and so she starts from a place like dreams or some place where people are so curious and then boom Mm -hmm. she just takes them to the truth yes the fact you have that background makes you very conversant with people who are into that and they're all over the place right a hundred percent so god can use that testimony and like we were talking about like i'm going hey you should volunteer at youth venture eric you know what it's about you know your background and those are the kids that show up at youth venture and you can say i lived this life this is where it took me and this is how God turned it around. He'll use every single bit of what you went through because of your choices mm-hmm. and use it for His glory. He redeems mm-hmm. everything that you give to Him. So it's really cool. So Amen. I want to know about the breakthrough now. I want to know about yeah. the Jesus moment where you just went, I'm all yours. Yeah. Well, I do just want to mention something because you yeah. did say like you could use dreams. There was actually a moment last fall where... I was postpartum with my firstborn, and I was really sad, just really sad. And I remember I was crying at night, and I was saying, God, please, like, I don't want to, just use me for your will. I don't know what that is. Just use me for your will, please. I had a dream that night, very prophetic dream, many details within it. And I had a friend within that dream. And this friend that I had, I was introduced to her from Eric. And she was super into the New Age. So I didn't meet any Christians while I was in that time frame, but I did meet somebody else who was super deep in the New Age like I was. 
And prior to me having this dream, we had a falling out for maybe like a year at that point. So I hadn't spoken to her in a really long time. And then I had a dream. She was in it. She was... within the dream she was like dancing with this very beautiful giant snake and i'm pretty sure we can guess who that was yes there's so many details within that dream but that could be a podcast on its own (laughs) honestly (laughs) but yeah the next day i just i knew that was a message from god i called her we facetimed for about an hour maybe two by the end of that phone call she turned her life over to jesus and is still walking with jesus amen i like that one thanks for sharing that yes totally 100 percent believe that god had allowed me to walk through the flames so that i could help the other people that are still burning yeah Ooh, that was a good one thank you jesus (laughs) yeah for sure and just a glimpse of how he can use you Mm -hmm. going forward too that's not the end that's a beginning true yeah very true okay so you Um, cried out to the lord hey this isn't working i'm still broken if mm-hmm. you're real and then did he how did he show you he was real yeah so yeah that girl she was posting on instagram that she was following jesus so that actually sparked my interest and she was posting a lot of like videos that she was watching pretty much exposing all that new age stuff and exposing how the devil really has his hand on all of that and so i just watched several of those videos that she was posting because i've always considered myself a very open-minded person and i really did believe that there was truth within all religions but after watching those videos i really got to see that while yes there is truth behind all religions it's not all good truth and a lot of it is god's word inverted nearly every other religion they do have just enough truth sprinkled in Mm. to get you hooked but all those other religions they're all work-based religions or they're all you can do it yourself religion or there's no such thing as god religion and without god you're just bound to be in turmoil you're essentially bound to go to hell because you're not believing and trusting in the one true god you really never know what the lord's training you for by seeing the counterfeit being involved with the counterfeit and unfortunately talking people into the counterfeit at some point then you know a counterfeit when you see it yeah and it's unfortunate because i feel like there's so many people in our society that feel like they know god or that they believe in god but without opening the bible reading the word you're really just creating a god of your own image and you're really creating your own god and if your god is all tolerant and all loving of literally all things well that's a god of your own image because our god he does have boundaries he doesn't tolerate all things yes jesus is love but love doesn't mean that you just accept everything right and i think that there's a lot of people that are hiding their sin or maybe they're too scared to open the bible because they don't want to be confronted with their sin they feel like they're a good person or they're a righteous person so they don't need the bible and so many people they just they have so much pride that they don't even open up the bible and if my testimony can touch anybody i would just want them to just open the bible and learn god for yourself don't just go based off of what feels good because that's what i did for so long i was going based off of what feels good and that's what the law of attraction is teaching too it's Mm -hmm. like if it feels good then it is good for you but 
No. <laughs> and there's the other side of the coin, too, because so many of the people we're speaking to right now are Christians. And when you're talking about, I never ran into a Christian. I'm <laughs> doing all of these things. There were Christians in your life, for sure, flat mm -hmm. out for sure. And to be able to share the love, the transformation that He's given you, that's our job. And it's yeah. a joy. It My is. gosh, it's a joy. Yeah. When you stumble across people like yourselves, like Miguel, like other people that I get to hang out with all the time, you go, these are incredible people who God loves so much. We've got to share that. We yes. just have to. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a debate. It doesn't have to be screaming. In fact, if it is, it's probably not right. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely had to learn how to how to evangelize subtly because when I first came to Jesus, I was on fire for oh. the Lord. <laughs> I probably stepped on some toes a little bit. But now I just, I realize it doesn't have to be a sprint. Yeah. For those that don't know the Lord just yet, I don't have to convert them today. Right. They can experience me in my life and hopefully they'll ask questions Bingo. or hopefully Amen. they'll be like, mm, why are you not like the way you used to be? Or why are you handling this so much better than you used to? Those and are great yeah, questions. Yeah, I can only hope that just my presence in their life will bring them closer to the Lord. It's all God's plan. And I've also given up the savior complex. That's something that I majorly had. I felt like I needed to save myself, and I thought that I was at a point that I saved myself. And so that's when I opened business, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can help other people save themselves too. But no, yeah. Jesus is the one true savior that can save us from anything and absolute like and that yeah. was very difficult for her to do yes yeah. it was <laughs> so how did that register with you because you yeah. saw the path she was on and you were supporting it mm -hmm. and before your wife and all of that so when she starts making this turn how did that impact you it impacted me in a good way i saw that she was i would say a lot more happier and just more a little bit more humble and I saw that in her, and I guess I could say I wanted a little bit of that too. So I saw her reading the Bible. I think we we went to the same bookstore. We both purchased a Bible. She started reading a lot more, a lot faster than me. <laughs> I saw her going. I was like, wow, okay, great. And me, I just started little by little. I read a chapter here, a chapter there. And yeah, the words started to come alive to me. And it was something like I've never felt before. It was almost like that parent calling you out hey you're doing this wrong like you shouldn't be doing that and it hit me different like i felt it in my heart like whoa i'm actually not a good person this whole time growing up i've been told oh you're such a good person you always care for your friends you put everyone first you're such a good person so i took that to heart i was like okay i'm a good person like at the end of the day no matter what i do i could be drinking doing this doing that like okay i think i'm saved i think i'm going to heaven i think i'm a good person but until I actually opened the Bible and saw for myself, mm. I've lied, I've stolen, I've had sex before marriage, I've basically broke all the Ten Commandments, and it really hit me like, I am a terrible person. Mm. I am I am not good. And when that hit me, it just, I started changing my life little by little. I started, the big one for me was I cut out all secular music. My Spotify was oh, yeah. filled with nothing but gangster rap, rock, evil stuff, like Pantera type stuff. Yeah, and 
I just, I can't go back to that. Now listening to that music that I did now, like listening to Eminem or Tupac, those are my favorite rappers. Like hearing what they're rapping about now is just pure wickedness, evil. They're leading you astray. They're leading you to sin. And it's so normalized. I saw that as, yeah, it was, it was difficult at first because that was my idol music. I would listen to it all the time. Yeah. I would it'd be part of my life and switching that off, going completely 180. It was, I would say easy just because mm -hmm. God allowed yeah. that to happen. It was just so easy and just mellow and just a smooth transition. That's right. So now I listen to nothing but like POD, <laughs> Switchfoot, <laughs> nothing but Christian artists and just these artists are so amazing. To me, I'm not being biased, but I feel like they're better than all the other artists because they are leading people to Christ, what right. they sing about, rap about. It's nothing like I've ever heard of. I never even knew this world existed. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, it's amazing. I don't think I could ever go back. And once again, it's a language that you can speak with people who are yeah. there, especially yep. young people, right? So. How'd you end up in church? How exactly did that happen? So what happened was on our baby moon, and oh, we yeah. went to Puerto Vallarta. Okay, wait a minute. So for people who don't know, for those baby boomers. A ba baby moon, yeah. So yes. Okay, <laughs> baby, right? So what is that? So we basically had a honeymoon for our baby. So my wife was six months pregnant at the time, and we really wanted to travel. We're like, oh, we're going to be parents. We're probably not going to have time. We're not going to have the money to go out. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do it now. Mm -hmm. So we ended up buying some hotel tickets to Puerto Vallarta. Okay. And we went there and it was Dia de los Muertos. Where yeah, we went there we for Halloween. specifically for that. We planned to get face paint, everything, the whole <laughs> nine yards because uh. we did it a few years past. We went to Old Town, we painted our faces and everything. Yeah. And we were really excited. It's like, hey, let's go to Mexico. Like, this is the culture. This is where it started. Yeah. So we were so excited. We went there. We had everything ready to go. However, we just saw, we went there and we just saw the decorations, just the skeletons and just the Celebrating death. Evenness. It just it felt weird. Yeah. yeah. So God really changed our heart that yeah. night. We ended up, we were like, no, we're not buying none of the paint. We're not doing any of this. We went to a show. Went yes. to a Mayan show where it's like... It was a Dia de los Muertos ceremony, right? ceremony show. And they were going up and down the aisles with incense. Yes. And I was just like, I pray the blood of Jesus over me. <laughs> no, no, no. I pray the blood of Jesus over me. Jesus, please watch over me. I, I do not consent. I do not consent. I do not consent. And uh, we're just like watching this show. They're doing like animal sacrifices in the form of dance. Oh, and gosh. I was just like, babe, can we just go back to our yeah. room? <laughs> can we just go back to our room, please? It was I, I just, I'm not unpleasant. A, yeah, it was unpleasant experience for sure i didn't mean to cut you off and i, I just wanted you no, to okay. say no, that but, detail but the, main, the baby moon taking you to church i'm wondering how oh, this yeah. road goes <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry. so after that we came back from our honeymoon right yes. sorry baby moon and a few weeks later i actually reached out to my buddy franco and we ended up going to church with him over at lakeview lakeview is that church over in bonita and it was such a wonderful experience yes. ashton the pastor there he's such a wonderful person great church great church right very on. small and they do worship there too and they go from the bible they do scriptures from the bible and talk about it and just a wonderful experience let me ask this where you're at right now at this point you walk with the lord what is he teaching you right now mm. i know you're new parents mm -hmm. right pretty new yeah how mm -hmm. old are the kids 
uh, 16 months and eight weeks. Oh, okay, tiny. So, Teeny tiny. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you're in a community of that as well, right? There are little kids running all over the place. So are you in a small group with other people that are in that station of life? Not yet. We need uh, to yeah, be connected. Oh, you're going to have fun. Yeah. You're really going to have fun. But back to the question I got for you. What's he teaching you right now? He's teaching me his love from a parent's point of view. I get it. Yeah. yeah like I'm learning patience for sure. Just learning how the Lord probably sees us. If my daughter gets hurt or something, I can only imagine how the Lord feels when we get hurt because He's our Heavenly Father. He's the best parent that there is. So the way that I love my daughter and my son, I can only imagine how much He loves me. And I'm learning how to lean on Him more through prayer. I've been really working on my prayer life with him because I know that he wants to be in relationship with us. And while I know that he is our great heavenly father and he'll pick up the phone any moment that we <laughs> dial him, sometimes I forget that he's there. So I really have been making it a point to pray throughout my day. I've started instilling prayer into bedtime with my daughter so that she can understand and listen to me pray and listen to me be humble and ask the lord for things and thank him for things so i think probably prayer is the biggest thing that i'm working on right now and just leaning on him completely yeah, yeah as young parents <laughs> you need to for sure what about you Aaron? for me yeah i would say these days he's teaching me how to be that provider for my family to be that ultimate source of protection for them to be there for them to provide if they ever need anything just to be there and to care for them love them and to show compassion for them if there's anything ever wrong with them like i, I just want to be there for my kids and for my wife like under any circumstance no matter what i just want to put a smile on their face and i want them to be happy at the end of the day i want to put them first thanks to god's glory like i'm making it happen it's tough being the only parent supporting it's wonderful that she's a stay-at-home mom and i told her that's what i want i want our kids to have a mom to be there for them both that way they can be homeschooled as well and i'm thankful that the lord put me in a position to be able to provide for them and to be able to do that for them to be able to pay for a two-bedroom home for us and it's a blessing Amen. for sure it's such a change generationally mm -hmm. what you're giving your kids is a start that was very different for you, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And by giving your life to the Lord, you're able to do that for your children mm -hmm. and for the other people that God brings into your life. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to pray for you guys, and I want to pray for the people that are listening. Just the the community, the family of God, especially in the same station in life, yeah. trying to figure out. I remember I have five kids, and I remember trying to figure stuff out. But when you can support each other and pray for each other, yeah. that was a genius idea that God had. <laughs> Let's pray. Yes. Father, I just thank you for my new friends. I love these two. And Lord, it's just like Rebecca was saying, that gives me just a glimpse of how much you love them and you love their family. So Father, I just bless what you're doing in their life. I, I bless how you're growing them. I bless, Father, in the name of Jesus, these children that they have who are being raised in God. It is just so good, Father. And Lord, I also pray for people that are listening 
that are in that same place where they're going through the challenges of being young parents and maybe they don't know you, Lord. I just pray that, Father, that Christians would be in their life that would be brave enough and loving enough, take the time when they have a, a holy dream to reach out and to share your love. Father, that's what it's all about. It's the adventure of giving away what you gave to us and we never run out because you're the supplier. Lord, just thank you for this time together and thank you for sending us. Mm. Amen. 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 <laughs>